Right, here we go. So, this is probably one of my stupider decisions. Less wise decisions. Going for a run at Brown Moor um, in the dark. At least it's not snowing. Too bad. Give myself the creeps. Okay, so okay, so it's nighttime run. Let's get going. Oh, gloves on. <laughs> Heavy breathing with Jeff McQueen, episode two. Oh shit! <laughs> Stay in a puddle. <laughs> Night run at Brown Moor Wood. <laughs> This episode is a story of hills, puddles, and being scared of the dark. Oh, oh God. Oh, this was a terrible idea. Oh, it's fucking... Whoopsie, bit sweary. Okay. So... It's so a Monday night, first Monday in February, 2020. <coughs> About nine o'clock at night. It's been snowing and sleeting. And been pretty miserable weather. But I haven't run all weekend, so I need to get running. So I've come to Brownmoor. Brownmoor's a forest plantation <coughs> on the south side of Echofecken <coughs> and the road noise you can hear in the background is the M74 oh god and it's soaking I'm running uphill So it's a forestry commission place. Here's a plaque. You're welcome to walk, cycle, or ride your horse here. The forest road forms a three mile loop around Brownmoor Wood, which takes about one and a half hours on foot. There are excellent views of the surrounding Annandale countryside. And you may be lucky enough to spot wooden wildlife, such as buzzards and roe deer. Dark though, so I'll see fuck all. Boy, you need to wash your mouth out with soap. Forgot to stop me clock, shit. And so onwards up the hill goes our potty mouth hero. 
and like I've said already it's a wet Monday night February 2020 it's uh, dark and the question needs to be asked why am I running up the hill miles away from anywhere in the dark by myself and the answer uh, is of course I'm an idiot Um, but another answer is uh, I'm desperate to do a bit of hill work and desperate to get a run in after a day's work and desperate to make sure that I'm doing whatever I can to get round London on the 26th of April uh, in, in not in style not uh, not hopeful of achieving anything in style uh, but I'm just hopeful of, of getting around in a, in a way that uh, I can be sort of proud of and that I can raise a lot of money for my chosen charity which is Genetic Disorders UK Welcome to the second episode of my podcast and the reason for making this podcast is to try and generate uh, some donations for the charity so I'm going to hit you with the details in a second I'm at the start of the loop and I'm going to go left, left, left which takes me on a long, 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 slow hill So I'm running the London Marathon in April uh, in order to raise money for Genetic Disorders UK and it's a charity that's very close to my heart because uh, my daughter Millie has got um, a rare genetic defect uh, something called BPES which I'd never heard of um, before uh, a doctor diagnosed it Um, and I think that's the case for uh, lots of parents who end up having uh, their children affected by genetic disorders Um, here's what the GDUK website says it says um, while individual genetic disorders are rare it is thought that there are currently more than 6,000 diagnosed disorders and new disorders are being identified every day it's estimated that 1 in 25 children is affected by a genetic disorder this means that in the UK 30,000 babies and children are newly diagnosed each year and more than 2.4 million children and adults are living with a genetic disorder um, what GD UK try to do is to be the leading source of information and support uh, both for people affected by genetic disorder and the charities and patient groups that support them. What they do is they bring together everybody's combined ex- experience in a place uh, that the knowledge can be shared and uh, they've been supportive to myself and my wife by putting us in touch with um, other parents whose children have the same uh, genetic condition that, that Millie does. Uh, so that's why I'm running the marathon and I want you to uh, help me uh, raise some money for, for them and to help me motivate myself to, to get round. So to make a donation online go to justgiving.com slash fundraising slash the Jeff McHugh T-H-E-G-E-O-F-F-M-C-Q and the link to the donations pages on the show notes for the podcast. That's the campaigning preachy bit over with let's get back to talking about the running and uh, last time 
in the first episode I was telling you about how I'd tried to go in a long run and failed. First spit of the run. <laughs> So my previous long run had been an abject failure. I'd uh, also done it in such a way to make myself look like a complete moron because I'd sort of set off to run 22 miles by running 11 miles out, turning around and trying to run 11 miles back. But when I got to the 17 mile mark, my knees gave out and I lost my mojo and I just stopped and I, pho <laughs> I phoned uh, everybody I knew to try and come and collect me <laughs> so I wouldn't have to walk the last five miles in but nobody was available so I had this five mile walk of shame so this week I thought right okay I need to do better uh, I need to prepare better and I need to have a slightly better plan because I didn't want to be left walking home in the freezing cold again so I got my act together and this week my long run went okay. I mean when I do my long run I run slow, like properly tortoise slow. You know I usually sort of, you know I think if I, if I run a half marathon I kind of run at about sort of nine minutes and something per mile pace. But when I'm sort of doing my long long runs just now I'm sort of going somewhere between 10 and 11 for the first bit of it and then by the time I get to the last three or four miles I'm usually doing something along the lines of you know 11 minute miles 11 minutes plus but this week I did it I went out I stayed out I stayed the distance and I ran 22 miles I've never run 22 miles before in my life and it feels quite quite insane really it's a long way Marathon's not for another sort of three months. So running 22 miles at this stage is probably not in any of the plans and probably totally, probably totally inadvisable if you're planning on running a marathon in April, at the end of April. But uh, there is a kind of method in my madness and it's because I know myself and I have because <laughs> I know myself well I have very little confidence in my ability <laughs> I'm not saying that I can't run the distance but what I am saying is that I think I need to go very close to the distance before London so that I know in my head I can make it because I don't want to have that fear all the way around the 26 miles in London of what if I just can't make it. Oh my god. So my plan is to keep extending the long run and to go maybe 24 or 25 miles ahead of London. We'll see if that happens. 
so I'm at the top of the first hill. Oh Christ. <clears throat> what a swine. It just keeps going on and on and on. It's one that curls round to the right hand side so you can see a straight bit and you think you're approaching the end of the uphill. Then you turn the corner and there's another uphill. And so on. Oh Jesus. nearly fell over yeah so this is one of my more stupid runs in the dark by myself in a wood in the middle of fucking nowhere It's a track run. There's sort of two ruts of the track. So the forty vehicles run up and down it. It's quite a lot of loose sort of fist sized stones kicking about. And on either side of me. Pine forest. Some description. the experience of running along in the dark like this it's quite exhilarating <laughs> which is a way of saying I'm crapping myself <laughs> that's a mile in it's quite exhilarating I've got my head torch on so the only thing I can see is the the circle of light ahead of me. If you've ever seen the Blair Witch Project, it's like that. Only with more spitting. It's flat up here though, so the running's quite decent just now. Oh yeah. <laughs> Outside of the long run, training is going okay. I don't think I'm doing enough miles just now. Uh, I'm running maybe four times a week, but usually when I'm going out, I'm only doing sort of three mile runs, four mile runs, you know, five mile thingies. And I'm probably beginning to feel like I should be upping the distance and doing runs of sort of 10 miles. I feel like I need to be pushing on a bit and I still haven't started doing anything 
um, you know, strength-wise. Because I can't, because I, I can't be arsed. This is, is is the heart of it, you know. I, I should be doing uh, core work and uh, Bulgarians or whatever the bloody things are. Uh, but I just, I can't face it. I just that sort of stuff bores the living nonsense out of me so I can't bring myself to do it running I can kind of cope with you know the, the long run feels like a challenge and wee runs are nice because I get to put my headphones on and I get to run around listening to music or podcasts and that stuff's okay and that kind of feels like what I'm supposed to do but then you know when you get home from like a hard day at work and you think right I'm going to do you know a half hour of lifting weights or of you know I bought one of those um you know, Argos-type multi-gym things. I bought one second-hand uh, on eBay from a boy in Carlisle. And so I've got this ridiculous home gym thing in the corner of my bedroom just now. Uh, basically just... You, it, it's, well, it's where I keep my towels and my... <laughs> it's where I keep my towels when I come out of the shower. And also, you know, the clothes that you've worn just the once and you don't really know what to do with them. They can't go back in the wardrobe. They don't need to go in the wash. Uh, so, yes, so that's what my multi-gym shoes for just now. Going downhill a bit now. So I joined a local running club, Annan District Athletic Club, about two years ago now, not long after I moved back to Scotland. I did, they put on a, a hill race as part of the town's gala celebrations and I'd done that run in the summer and one of my mates from school, Richard, got chatting to us and said I should join the club and eventually I did. I was always kind of against it because when I started running I didn't really want to expose myself on the fact I couldn't really run and that was a bit fat, quite slow and I thought joining a running club is a bit too serious for me but I can honestly say I've been really glad I did and it's, it's what it's done it's well, for a start, everybody's been super friendly and super supportive and nobody's given a toss if you're a racing snake or an old duffer like me, you know, so there's all, all abilities there. But they try and organise things so everybody can do something at the training and everybody gets the benefit and nobody feels bad. And one of the things I've really liked is that they do two trainings a week and one of them takes you out and about because the club kind of takes in a number of towns Hannon and Gretna and Lockerbie and Moffat and other farms and villages in between and so we go to these different places and run about and so the club showed me all these kind of nice wee runs and wee places that were 
pretty close to my doorstep but I, I had no idea it existed this run tonight at what's it for? so tired <laughs> at Brownmoor it's a good one because it's decent trails nice circular run and testing hills So it's tough but good. Brownmoor is uh, quite a good one as a sort of training loop. It's just about the right kind of length for giving you a test and with the ups and downs. It's a proper wee workout. Although that first hill is an absolute swine. Like an absolute swine. hearing things moving in the trees and it's freaking me out <coughs> there is something about running around in the dark that's quite special and I find it intriguing I think it's the fact that because you're running with a light, and your light, unless you've got a super duper expensive head torch, like what I don't, uh, you're, so your light can only light up a, a small amount of things, and so things sort of appear out of nowhere, and everything looks very, very different when it suddenly springs up into, uh, into focus in a head torch compared to what it would be just when you're running around in the day. I quite like it. I quite like the fact that it feels a bit wrong. wasn't any rain. It had been snowing and uh, I'd just run under a tree and some melted snow had fallen on me, leading me to think that it had been raining on me. Uh, there wasn't any sign of rain anywhere, just when I'm running my brain just doesn't seem to be able to process information in a sensible way. And so I say and think and all kinds of daft stuff that doesn't make sense. Oh god, it's boggy.
miles. <laughs> the downhill's a bit nerve-wracking when it's slidey. I'm gonna probably slow right down. Safety first. I'm absolutely terrified about giving myself a stupid injury in the run up to London, you know. Last year I ran a few of the the hill races in our town in the summer championship here like just the club summer championship not the not any real thing <laughs> uh, and that was good fun but it was always really slow coming down because I'm a big scared of cat and I don't want to twist an ankle or go over or bust my head I'm not particularly fussed about finishing times more for worried about finishing intact. Oh boy. Running down the hill and the wind's trying to fire me back up. Round the big corner. Okay. <clears throat> so here I am enjoying what should be the best bit of the run, the downhilly bit, the bit that you uh, have earned after all that uphill slogging and the wandering about uh, but no, uh, instead I find myself uh, basically <laughs> losing control <laughs> losing control and uh, yeah, well just listen Top too busy watching me put my feet. <laughs> Spoke and now I can't. <laughs> it's a cracking demonstration of the fact I can't do two things at once. Oh god. <laughs> concentrate, Jeff, concentrate. At this point, the things going through my head are. If I fall here, am I likely to knock myself out? If I fall here, am I likely to break a leg? If I fall here, will somebody find me before I freeze to death? <laughs> Jeff, you're an idiot. Why, how have you done this? Every time you do this, you're risking life and limb. What are you doing this for? You're an idiot, you're an idiot, you're an idiot. 
this is me back approaching the start of the original loop so I've got two options to go choose the right fork and go back up the hill I'll choose the left fork go home cup of tea biscuit shower drink of juice can you guess which option I took? So I'm making my way down the hill now and we're almost at the end of the run and almost at the end of the episode. Thank you very much for listening, uh, especially if you've made it this far. Uh, that's totally redundant because if you hadn't made it this far you wouldn't be able to hear me saying thank you for making it this far. Uh, please click on the link in the show notes and make a donation uh, to help inspire me to get round the London Marathon and also to help uh, Genetic Disorders UK to do their work and to support the families that need help. Thank you very much. Next podcast I'm going to make some format changes and put some new things in there. Yeah, so come back next week and it should be a bit different and hopefully a bit better. It's a learning curve, isn't it? It's a learning curve! But for now, I'll leave you with uh, Running Jeff to finish off the uh, the lap of Brownmoor and uh, you can listen to make sure I get back to the car safely. back at the, the start at the top of the field by the plantation sign get ready gate fans this one's for you and down the flooded path I can see the lights of the village of Echelfeck in, in front of me glowing orange and white I can see the traffic ploughing up and down the M74 the skeletal forms of trees show themselves all kind of white and jaggedy in my head torch make me give me little heart palpitations again <laughs> oh god look at that oh christ oh, my feet ah. oh. and then that'll do it.
And because I forgot to start my watch at the start of a run, I'm a bit short of the three miles, so I've got to do. <laughs> A bit of a fruit loop Run down the road And then turn round and run back to the car To get me up to the three miles Right watch when you're ready Nine minutes forty six seconds. Oh. That's Brownmoor. It's got a hill, got some dampness. It's a decent wee run. Okay, till next time. <laughs>